When I started this job almost 80 years ago now, humanity had near mastered space travel within its neighboring systems. Now, in the year 30XX, our society thrives. We have conquered more planets than our ancestors knew existed. A plethora of grand planets that exemplify humanity's unity and progress exist, yet we still crave more. Interstellar units of astronauts from around the star systems have joined together in exploring the deepest possible reaches of space to find more planets and stars to develop. Although the most we can experience is barely 2% of the known universe, the horrors we have found are enough that we may not want to see what the 98% has to offer. I have worked my entire life trying to understand the cosmos. I have poured thousands of hours into examining stars, sending probes and manned missions into space. And yet, what we have found lurking in the dark has made me curse off the sciences. Within the abyss there exists beings whose forms we cannot even fathom. Denzians of the dark who can float through space as we walk on the ground and seem to breathe in the nothingness as if it were pure oxygen. Beings so vast that they could eat soul one, the son of our homeworld earth, for a mere snack. We have no weapons that we know could even scratch their hides. If one draws the ire of the behemoths, then I wouldn't even suggest prayer, as I doubt you would last long enough to utter even a few syllables. When we first discovered these beasts, we were able to dismiss their danger as only present on the outer reaches of our ability to travel. However, now they draw closer to our homeworlds and every day they threaten our very existence. These are beings that go against everything we thought we understood about life. Existence without oxygen, living within black holes, and even some lack a corporeal body. There was a creature encountered, 18 parsecs from Alpha Centauri, that floated through space with a seemingly gaseous body. However, upon seeing the manned craft that had our brave astronauts on board, it was able to tear through the metal ship with its claws, as if the fortified plutonium steel was a children's slime toy. I have been broken. These creatures spit in the face of my livelihood, my life's mission, and I can do nothing to stop them. Humanity has ever worked towards expansion. However, I believe that if we continue with that goal in mind, it can only lead to our demise. With this belief, I now announce my retirement as head of intergalactic colonization for the Interstellar People's Federation. I cannot, in good faith, march humankind towards its death any longer. Thank you for your time. This is Dr. Neil Sagan. Comes out. This is Eyes of the Abyss, a horror anthology series brought to you by Keith Manara. Episode 1, Cracks in the Shell. Kelper Belt is the most potent mining location thus discovered in space. For almost 800 years since first discovery, 
generations of miners have been flying from their homes on Kelpis 320 to the surrounding asteroids. Usually just possessing iron and zinc, these rocks were special. They contained high amounts of other vital metals and elements such as calcium, gold, sulfur, and sodium. This mining made Kelpis 320 one of the richest planets to date and a beacon of prosperity for the surrounding quadrants of space. I really thought it would be a normal day. I woke up, got dressed, got to the shuttle, same as always. I just wish I could have known. Maybe even said a few goodbyes. shut down. Kelper mining operations arriving now. Watch the gap on your way out. I guess we don't have to worry about closure today. Anyway, how long you on for this shift? I think it's a short one today. Let me check. Yeah, I'm off in 30 hours. Want to grab a beer after? You read my mind, buddy. Who you on with? Let's see. Sector 2402 with Pelly and, damn, Freydron. <laughs> you think you can make it through a shift with old Frey? <sighs> Sword of God. That old bastard tries to flirt with me today, I'm turning my drill on his balls. Remind me not to flirt with you then. Or maybe do. Nah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, shut up before I turn it on you. Gross bastard. Okay, okay, geez. So sensitive today. 
Like, I'm headed out to get my gear. I'll meet you down there. Same as him, I just thought this would be an easy shift. But I think that even if I knew what was coming, I couldn't have done anything differently. This is First Aid Flight Captain Flush, patrolling the Kelber Belt. Good. Let us know if there are any incidents. It's a good crew out today, so I wouldn't be too worried about any floaters. That's good. Yesterday it was like they couldn't stop getting lost. That's nothing. Were you here for that guy who got burned the other day? No, I was on planet, but I heard about it. Were you here for that? Oh yeah, it was gnarly. Poor bloke was on a rock and his drill hit some sort of gas pocket. Shot straight up into his face like a jet. Damn near melted the whole thing off. Crazy thing is, some of the big wigs higher up got excited at the prospect of gas. Got an extra large crew for those past couple weeks just to speed up the drilling and find more. Holy hell, no extra gear or nothing? What if more guys get burned? You know what those miners get paid? One of them dies, half of Kelvis will be crawling on their knees just to get the job. Damn, I might just sign up too then. Nah, you don't want to be drilling when you can work this job. Trust me, I used to be down there and it's tough work. Plus, from what I hear, shifts tend to be sparsely distributed. Oh, I, I heard about that. Isn't it something to do with the asteroids shrinking or something? That and labor complaints. After the face melting incident, they have just been in a riot. Look, either way, you don't want to be down there. With our jobs, we just get to relax and deal with minor injuries of workers who floated off their rocks. Nothing major ever really happens. Hey, Marco, ready for another day? You're late, Yoki. Well, you see, sir, the shuttle was late. I was on the same shuttle as you, so don't try it, okay? Just get to drilling. We're on this rock for ten more hours, then you can take your break and goof off. Oh, sorry, boss. He really needs to look around when he's on the shuttle. I wonder how Libera and Frey are doing. <laughs> hey, Marco! Come over here! What's up, Joan? Look, you can call me crazy if I'm wrong, but this asteroid doesn't look normal to me. I was drilling away at the planetismal lair when it cracked off, and now look at this. It's almost like gelatinous or something. Oh, what the hell? You're right. Wait, back up. I heard about some guy who got his face melted off a couple weeks ago while mining. I don't want that happening to you, okay? This could be one of those gas pockets people have been talking about. Oh, thanks. What should I do now? Let me calm into Control and see if we should jump to a different asteroid. Control, do you read? We may have a problem in Sector 3324. This line is busy. This line is busy. What? It says the line is busy. Let me call the next sector. Sector 3325, you guys able to contact control? Marco, are you guys okay? We can't contact control either. Morty got hit by some gas and can you guys hear this buzzing sound too? What are you talking about? We nearly hit what I think is gas. Is Morty okay? No buzzing on my end. Just like the rock itself is buzzing and alive. Marco, you guys ain't getting this? No, we- ah! What the hell was that? Oh shit! Yoki! Captain, another call. 
This time, Sector 3320, two miners badly injured. 3321, three miners with apparent gas burns on their faces. Now 3322 is on the line. What the hell is going on today? I can't contact command, other medical ships aren't responding, and every sector has a gruesome injury. Captain, I don't think we're going to have any more space to fit people at this rate. Med hangars 1 through 8 are already packed full. We still need to try. I'm bringing us down to 3320. We'll assess the situation and do what we can. These burns are some of the worst I've seen. I would hate to just leave a poor soul suffering on a rock when we could help him. Medical staff here. Where are the injured? Hello? Sector 3320? God damn it, we don't have time for this. Hey? Hello? We're here for a medical distress call. Give it up. If they won't respond, then we have to carry on. Didn't you just say you would feel awful for any of these burn victims being left behind? What if there's more than just one patient? What if the mining squad for this sector was taken out? Let me just walk the roid and I'll try to find them. You're right. Alright, let's take a quick peek. I'll grab some of the remaining stretchers. On the ground, over here. Looks like three down. The mining squad is not moving. I see them too. Take the stretchers. I'll bring the ship around and then we can load them on. Okay, I'll... Oh my god! What happened? I don't... I don't think we can save them. Why? What happened? Oh no, was it exposure to the gas? That, and it looks like holes have been dug in them. Oh my god, I'm gonna be sick. Not feeling too great, Cap. This is too much. I feel like the ground is shaking. My head is just filled with buzzing. Ugh. I can't imagine what they felt. These guys had it far worse than any others we've picked up by far. Okay, I'm on my way over. Do you recognize any of them? It's hard to recognize when there isn't much a face left to look at. Okay, well, just grab our ID tags for now. We'll come back for the bodies when the hangar is clear to the living. Uh, okay. Just don't get too close to the gas pocket. I need you well for the other patients, okay? Um, understood. I walk towards the bodies lying lifeless on the cold rock. They don't even have the luxury of dying on the planet they were born. Approaching, I saw the holes where gas had escaped from. No longer was it shooting out like compressed air finally let free, but now the greenish-yellow vapors hung in the air around their exits. I felt an almighty pull, an inexplicable draw to peer in the pocket that had killed and impaired my co-workers. As I drew closer, it felt like buzzing from before growing stronger. Whenever my foot touched the ground, it was as if a stronger earthquake suddenly occurred atop of the ones prior. I didn't touch the gas, but when peering into the opening, I saw something move. Not the floating of gas or shifting of exposed rock. There was something, or some things, alive inside the asteroid. Run! What? Who said that? As I turned around, I saw a man with half his face remaining, terrified for his ending life, the holes in his body squirming with green and yellow pus, spurting out. He stumbled as if he had never walked before, as if the body was just adjusting to a new environment. 
As his skin turned sickly green, the one remaining eye on his mangled face faded into a deep, insectious red. The other two bodies lying on the rocky surface began to twitch as well, their headless torsos morphing the same way while lurching to sit up. As I looked back at the gas hole, I saw the cricket-esque creature crawling out. It was a sickly yellow with deep red eyes lining its forehead, almost a foot in length. It was visibly salivating, and most frighteningly of all, it was staring right at me. What? What the hell? Dodger, I'm here. I thought you said these guys were dead. They seem to be standing fine to me. Take a closer look, Captain. I started sprinting away from the corpses, who by now had begun growing wings that ripped out of the flesh on their backs. The sight of a medical ship seemed to garner their attention. Their heads whipped around in sync, and they started lurching towards the ship. More of the crickets started climbing out of the hole, their wings beating in a hypnotic rhythm. Holy shit! What are all those things? Are our guys in the med bay infected in the same way? I don't know! Don't land, just open the door and let me on! We need to leave ASAP! Agreed. I got no plans to land with that storm behind you. Just run fast. Your life probably depends on it. Yoki! Yoki! Oh shit! Yoki! There he is. Yoki! Are you okay? Hold on, we gotta make sure we don't get hit by the gas, too. But he's just laying there. We can't leave him. Call medical support again, and I'll try to drag him away from any leaking vents. Okay. Medical. Medical support, can you come in? We have a minor down in 3324. Joan, how are you doing over there? I've got no response here. Joan? Joan was standing rigid, paralyzed. She stared straight at the hole where gas escaped and left Yoki brutally burned on the ground. Before Joan, in that hole, sat three crickets beating their wings in synchronicity. It's like they were hypnotizing her. I don't know why she didn't move, but one of the crickets slowly approached her. It crawled up her leg, jaws agape, and it burrowed into her calf. I watched in horror as the jaws ripped into her skin, and it crawled inside the hole. And then it just started melting, melting into the muscle tissue of her legs. Joan, medical, please come in. I have two miners in serious need of help. I watched their skin change as a sickly green seeped through what was once a human. A horde of crickets began swarming out of their holes. A storm cloud of beating wings rose in the nothingness of space. Joan and Yoki's bodies began to half stumble, half sprint towards me. Oh my god. Oh, oh no. Oh, guys, what happened to you? What about Lepera? I hope they're okay. Oh, please be safe. Is anybody out there? Scratch medical support. I need immediate pickup from any transport unit. Please come quickly. Oh shit, they're gaining on me. Oh! Ooh. Get off me! Joan, Yoki, please! 
the swarm drew closer, as the wings beat in a pattern perfectly in sync with my own heartbeat. My body relaxed, and I struggled to resist against the creatures holding me down. My mind was still fine. I was fully aware of my surroundings, and I was petrified with dread. No matter how much I willed it, my body refused to budge an inch. The swarm held back, still perfectly in sync, as one lone cretin crawled onto my chest, jaws agape an inch towards my neck, leaving a line of drool running down the suit. Please, no, 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 please, God, no. Joan, Yoki, and the bugs were blown away by the blast of a fire extinguisher. Great aim, Dodger. Thank you, Captain. Bring him closer and I'll pick him up. Checking for holes. He seems to be clear. Let's get back to the ship for now. Move quick. You piss those bugs off. They're on your ass. Take off! where I'm flying to. Hold on to someone. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. My name is Marco. You heard my message. What? What were those things? Joan and Yoki, what happened to them? What is going on with these asteroids? We don't know what they are. We don't know how they got here. But my guess is, well, this is going to sound crazy, but I think that the asteroids, well, I think they were eggs and our mining operations cracked them open. Was every rock like that one? As far as I know, yeah. We spent almost our whole shift going from rock to rock treating the burn victims until those monsters crawled out. We gave up on treating the injured after that. After we saw what they did to those people's bodies, brings me no happiness to say this, but we had to dump a lot of our patients in the back. Couldn't risk them turning on us. So there's nobody else on this plane other than us? Couldn't save anyone? Whatever those bug bastards are, they overwhelm most groups before we could swoop in. You're lucky we got to you when we did. Oh no. Oh no. I still have a friend out there. I need to go see if they're alive. Please take me to Sector 2402. We haven't heard from the Sector since the bugs started showing up, bud. I don't want you to raise your hopes. You saw what they could do. Hell, we still have a wave of them on our backs, so if we go to a new sector, I think we would only bring more trouble. What else are we doing, Captain? We could at least fly nearby and see if there are survivors. We probably shouldn't go back to Planet with them chasing us. Please. I need to know. I've already lost friends today. I, I don't want to leave if I can save at least one. Fine. I guess we can fly by. But if we don't see anyone who looks normal, we leave.
about you, but leaving this ship is probably the last thing I want to do when the outside is full of those things. Hold on. I, I see someone down on that rock. They're standing up. Bring me down, please. Be careful, okay? Dodger, be ready with the hose. Yes, sir. I'll be right back. Hey, you over there. We came to help. Where are your crewmates? Marco? Libera! Oh, thank God I found you. Are you okay? Where is your team? Did you see those bugs? They, they killed Joan and Yoki. My team was... Marco, I'm... Libera? Uh, are you okay? You're... you're slurring. No. Get... get away, Ma... No. No. Libera! Stay back! What happened to you? Please tell me it's not. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it wasn't just fake news. Something definitely was wrong up there. Maybe this strike wouldn't have been so bad. A flash of red entered their eyes. I held the bear in my arms. I could now see the gaping hole in their stomach. Libera, stay with me. Wake up! I've just woken up. I, I'm so hungry! Oh, Nelly, you're a good shot, Dodger. Thank you, sir. Marco, right? Get your ass back on this ship before we leave you here with that thing. But the ground began buzzing. Just like before, only no crickets climbed out of any holes. The buzzing soon began to beat. The beating shook the earth, and it started to crack. I turned and I ran back to the ship, and with each step the rock became less stable and those those fucking things. They started to crawl out from under my feet. I jumped for the ship and barely got my feet in before the captain started flying us out. Holy shit. Libby. I'm sorry about that. Were they someone special to you? No. No, not in that way. But I mean, I trained them. Known them for my entire career, pretty much. And not just Libera, but... Yoki and Joan, too. To have known them so long, working long days, and, and to see whatever that was. I mean, Yoki, I don't think he even had a face. But then how could he stand up like that? How could they move? I'm more thinking about what those things are. How long they could have been in there for. I mean, we've been mining those rocks for years, and they've been there long before we arrived. I've seen species, differences on other planets, but they live in space. I've never heard of something living in space before. 
Do you two not see the asteroid that's ripping apart behind us? We have to go or well get mobbed. Dodger, get behind the co-pilot stick. When I sat behind the controls, I looked out at the surrounding belt. And that is when I saw the other asteroids starting to, well, hatch. Holy, we gotta get moving. The swarm's starting to chase us. We could feel the ship jostle as more and more of those things slammed into it. Hold on to your hats. This is gonna get bumpy. There's something hanging onto the roof. I can hear it. Is that a hand? It's climbing on the windshield. Libby. It's gonna crack. Grab your helmets. Captain! The creature, now sporting a pitch black set of wings on its back, punched through his stomach and left a cricket thing inside of him. It turned and looked at me, but then... Can you pilot this thing by yourself, Dodger? We need to keep moving. Yes, let me just... Captain? Dodger, I don't want to turn into one of those things. Put me to sleep and toss me outside. Aye, sir. Now, I, I can feel something changing in me. Pass me the med kits, Marco. Red bags on the wall by the med bay. Here. Th thanks, partner. Now throw him out the window. I gotta keep my hands on the sticks. Goodbye, Captain. Where's the nearest gate? He said earlier we could make it to a nearby planet if we jump through one. There's a gate to Waithalo not far from here. Maybe it'll take us about ten minutes. Okay, I'm keeping this hose close in case they get near us again. And that is where you guys found us, on Waithalo. How did you find us here? The IPF is able to track where your ship came from when it enters a big hub like Waithalo. With what happened to Kelpis and your arrival around a similar time, it wasn't hard to think of a connection. What happened on Kelpis? You don't know? I thought you would have been keen to listen in on the news. After your ship left, those buzzwings traveled down to the surface and lay waste to it. Nobody was ready, and they followed worker shuttle paths right down to the big cities. Dilva, Nierstrad, and Lesange. They all fell in moments. The last contact from there was about a week ago, when we sent some IPF task forces down. I can't delve into the details, but the mission did not go as planned, to say the least. We have never seen a situation like this before, and losing Kelpis has honestly been a massive blow to the IPF. No way. Everyone is gone. I'm sorry, but Buzzwings? That name just seems kinda... corny, if I'm being honest. Well, we don't have a formal name for those things yet, but based on the testimonies of you and a few other survivors who got away, it seems to be a common pattern for them to do so. Besides, our department is new. The Galactic Bureau of Alien Threats was only formed a few days ago, been too busy investigating what's left of the Kelper Belt to give them a concrete name. There were other survivors? How many? Any civilian shuttles? From a planet with a population of almost three billion, 
Only a double-digit number of survivors remain, almost exclusively people who were already in ships near warps, like miners or satellite repair teams. If you have people down on the surface, well, I wouldn't get your hopes up. Wow, there's already a department for these things. The IPF works fast, and they prove to be a significant threat. We need to monitor these bugs and see if they head for any other planet. At the same time, we need to be on the lookout for creatures like them. You think there could be more like them? I bloody hope not, but we gotta keep our eyes open just in case. I have to head back to my ship with your testimonies and discuss further action with my boss, so I may be leaving, but here's my card. If you ever see anything terrible, such as those buzz wings ever again, do call me. I must say, though, I hope we never have to speak again. Do you think you might need any extra help? I can. I can, I can fly some ships, and I'm good for medical support. Never know when you might need it. Are you crazy, Dodger? You saw what they did, and you want to pursue those things? You want to chase them down? For what? I, I just think after seeing what we saw, I know I'm not going to sleep right for a long time. And if those things, or anything like them, rear their ugly heads ever again, well, I'd just want to know as soon as possible. Maybe save some lives. I take it you don't feel the same way, Marco? Hell no! Can't say I blame you. Do you think I could join you, Agent Soter? Hmm... You can ask my boss, but if you want to, we better get a move on soon. So say goodbye and we're off. Thank you, sir. Marco, well, best of luck. Maybe one day I'll see you again. I don't know, I'm not great with goodbyes. Even if we haven't known each other too long. Good luck with your new job, Dodger. I'll never agree with your career choice. I'm not cut out for that work, but damn do I respect it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Eyes of the Abyss. All sound effects and music links will be in the description below. Thank you to my lovely voice actors. Keith Manara as narrator and as Marco. Cohen Walters Wong as Dodger. Austin Patillo as Captain. Zephyr Sunstar as Libera. Will Kroll as Neil Sagan. Lachlan Parr as Yoki. Jennifer Manara as Joan. Jason Seeley as Agent S. This is Keith Manara. Calms out.